Welcome to the Port Charles Update with your hosts, Mish and Mel. Hello. Oh my God, I cannot wait to talk about this week. Really? Okay, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no. Now I'm curious, what, what, are you, what are you excited to talk about? That slaptastic scene. Oh, finally. Okay, yes. <laughs> I, I see where you're going with this because last week, like, we talked about everything with, like, Ava as, we'll fill everybody else in on what we're talking about. <laughs> so, like, like I, I forgot to say that last week, and I didn't know how that was going to make me sound, but just the fact that, like, the whole confrontation happened, and it was very talky-talky, you know? Yes. And I was like, when's someone going to get slapped? And it wasn't just a slap, actually. That's not even what I was thinking about last week. I was wondering at what point was she going to drag her by her hair? Because it's so yes. long and pretty, yes. right? And oh, healthy. my God. And I was like, 100%. I'm like, that needs to be dragged around the room. But they didn't do that. I guess it would have hurt for real if that happened. <laughs> it would have. But, like, literally when that scene was happening, I'm like, when is she going to get slapped? When is Ava going to do the wind-up? And, and I was like, oh! happening and then when she did it and we actually saw some blood that that I got, was i got ha- i got happy <laughs> this this is what i wrote in my notes thank you exclamation 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 slash slap <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what i, wrote. I was very very happy about it so mine was similar with yeah slaptastic and then exclamation marks and a lot of capital letters yeah, I was really happy with the bleeding. and But then they really went at it about that letter. But I feel like they flashed back and ultimately it's like a letter. <laughs> where it's, it's, it's Yeah, it's it's a, like about emotions, right? About how she's, I mean, she's misrepresenting her life a little bit to her Maggie person, right? But I don't even know how much there is, but I think it's still, uh, it's still a lot of information to find out that there is a Maggie person that exists, which I honestly hope and wonder if this Maggie person exists I don't know right <laughs> and I mean I guess that in itself is a lot but anyways the fighting back and forth with this letter was insane it got a little creepy though after the slap when she like licked her blood it really weirded me out <laughs> well that's the part of her well obviously like you know she's not so and that's sort of it but it's also the fact that that's how she, she's capable of going toe-to-toe with Ava. And that's what we talked about last week. And we yes. didn't see much of it, but it was simply like a smirk, right? Um, because she's meant to be this like much younger character. And then you have like a vet, you know, like Ava. And Ava is a force, right? A completely different place in her life. And that's the thing. Like she can and wants to go toe-to-toe with her. She hates her. But it was amazing to have Ava connect a little bit that, you know, all of this was personal. Because it is. It's a bit weird, her strong feelings toward Ava. Oh, yeah. And just, like, stating all of her history and her relationships. Like, it was very weird. And I felt that did throw Ava off her game a little. Like, ever so slightly. But then she got right back into it. And, okay, so I know we posted about it. But what did you think when they went out to the parapet? This is what I felt. You did this to yourself. You you knew what was out there. There was two doors. There was two doors. You could have ran the other way to the to the inside, or mm-hmm. you could have ran to a balcony. And part of me was like, "What are you doing?" And obviously, I I realized at one point, okay, fine. She would throw the paper into the water, whatever. But okay. I mean, someone was gonna fall for sure. Oh, one hundred percent. But that like oh. that fall was incredible. 
Okay, this, okay, this is also what I was thinking, right? So they're struggling before they hit the parapet. Simultaneously, mm-hmm. Nicholas gets a call from the courthouse, which apparently <laughs> is a courthouse on the water. I'm just saying it's got a view. Yeah. And that there was an altercation going on at Windermere. So I was just wondering, how long was that struggle if Nicholas boated back in time? <laughs> Fair, yes. So, Logistics corner fail. Right? So you've confessed to your wife that you're stupid and you slept with Esme. <laughs> I don't think after that you should burst on the scene and go, what did you do? I think right? you probably should have led with, what happened? I think you're innocent. Uh-huh. What happened? Uh-huh. I, think uh-huh. I think if he wanted to score points, that might have been the direction he should have went. That whole scene was so funny because we joke about the fact that he's he acts so much younger and Ava has so much more experience and it's because we feel this actor in this role. And you see it in his face. Like, he's trying to be, like, strong and stoic and be there for Ava, but his face fails him. A lot. A lot. <laughs> but that's also what you're saying. Ava has a lot of experience in shady scenarios. So mm-hmm. I was sort of like, huh, right? Because this happened. And then immediately after, you know, because she's, she's like, we should call the police. Yes. Okay. And he immediately stops her. And I was like staring at the screen and I'm like, Carly? Jax? Is exactly, right? Is that you? <laughs> was that Nell that did that, oh my God. that went over? And so, I mean, so many things went through my mind in that moment. Like, on the on a larger um, scale, I was just thinking, okay, this is interesting. Because we talked a little bit last week how they intentionally threw an Ava dig to Carly. Yes. And then right after that, Ava finds herself in a scenario that's getting much, much closer to things Carly has experienced like I mean downright <laughs> identical to a certain right? point oh so so last week we established that like ultimately Esme is her Nina right like yes. we, we heard her like vilify Ava even though it's like yes Ava did all those perfect things but it's not who she is now Right. And you can feel for her because like in this moment, she is Trina's protector. She is a good person. She is all of that stuff. And I think it's really hard for her to listen to it. And I'm glad that she didn't give her what she wanted and and, and dive into any of those Mm -hmm. um, specifics. But in that moment, I was like, okay, but like, how could Ava not begin to relate even more closely? Like as it is, she never really fully she never really fully um, entertained Nina's theory of what happened to Nell. Like, I yes. find that whenever Nina has ever talked to her about Nell, regardless of how she felt about Carly, she even said, like, she was tormented by her. But to hear her say the exact, like, to hear her run through the exact same things, who would believe that when you're in a fight with right. someone that you hate, that you didn't intentionally try to do anything? And so, like, how is that going to play out? in a conversation with Nina who can't help but over identify <laughs> with just anything that connects with her, like anything that touches on Nell, she can't mm-hmm. help but like over identify. So there was that. So I was just an utter shock of the parallels, like utter shock because these experiences pull Ava a lot more closer to relating to Carly. And so going back to what you said earlier about Ava's experience with everything, it made me go like, you're going to let him 
handle and I'm using air quotes uh-huh. like like you said did you not see his face he's like we're not gonna call the police I'll clean up a crime scene I'm like what do you know about Does cleaning up know? a crime scene honestly right? oh, and then she's God. like did and you then... scour, scour the water does he know how to scour <laughs> I don't know I don't think so all of it was so entertaining because exactly that the things she was saying and then you fast forward to the scene in the room and she's mm-hmm. kind of like just re <laughs> going over the situation, like shit, you know, like maybe I should have called the police. And uh, he's like, "Yeah, yeah. Well, you did it." He's like, "You totally not." I'm glad she called him on that. He's like, "I know, I know. We just have to accept it. Like it's so bozo ish." <laughs> yes. But I mean, I was just like, okay, so she's accepted this then. So she's accepted to to cover this up, even though she's pointing to a really big um hole in this whole plan when she goes yeah but like if she turns Uh, up alive right uh because at this point if people come looking and now Ava and Nicholas are on the record stating I don't know she left (laughs) right like she walked down the stairs like if you're caught on record saying I mean I don't know I guess it's fair if they said well we said she took off Right, that's what we like. Technically, that is technically she did. So, like, I don't know, right? That's a huge hole. Like, what if she's alive? So, so then, like, at this point, I was kind of wondering, okay, so is Nicholas going to use this to his advantage to hold on to to Ava? Mm -hmm. Like, he, he it would be stupid to blackmail her. Yes, when you're trying to get her back. But I kind of did wonder if he was going to try to play any of that at all. Okay, okay. So after that whole conversation, she went to Sunny. What was your reaction to that? And what did you think was happening there? Okay, like, when I saw her at the door, I was like, why? Like, what are you doing? I wanted her. I know she doesn't have a relationship with Miss Wu. I was just thrown because we know how Sunny has crumbled. And his relationship with Ava it's weird. It's like they're still testing these waters of where they stand because he's stuck in the past. So I didn't know how he would react to her. And her being kind of vulnerable in that moment, I was just kind of worried how that all would go down and what mm-hmm. she was going there specifically for. Yes. Um, okay. But when she got out what she said, I loved it. <laughs> what was your favorite part about what she had said to him? Well, basically, when he's like talking about Esme. Just mm-hmm. her expression when she's like, you won't find her. Like, you won't I like that. find her. Like, that was my favorite part of the whole thing. Because he's like, you see Sunny connecting the dots, getting it, you know, asking her what trouble she got into. So there is a little bit of a rapport there. But just her expression when she was saying those words, I giggled. Like, I couldn't help myself. I was shocked when I saw her go there. But mm-hmm. it took me back to, like... um the whole like Nicholas Sunny feud, right? Because like remember when she went to Sunny a while back yes. to deal with Esme, and he was like, "What?" Like he would go to him or like trust him to handle things, and it made him feeling confident. So I can mean right away going to Sunny definitely um, adds to that divide between Sunny and Nicholas, even yes. though they're kind of becoming the same person. Um, <laughs> And I feel like her and Sunny did build that rapport before he died, especially because of Mike. Build that rapport. And I think she trusts that, like, because of Avery, like, he would protect her. Because I really feel like this is Ava truly out. And so if she's, like, backed into a corner and she really needs something, she does think her old self, which is when she went to study in the first place, right? She knows what she wants and her main mob contact is essentially him. Fair. And she is Nina's bestie, so he has to play nice. 
Okay, that's the, that's the funny thing there that you bring her up because I don't actually think it has anything to do with Nina. Like I find no. her, Eva, like her relationship <laughs> with Sunny, you know, it, it's existed before Nina. It is what it is. But what I thought mm-hmm. was interesting is I feel that Ava and Carly see value in Sunny, whereas Nina sees the value in Mike. And so, yes. so think about the situation thus far that Ava has experienced. Okay. Mm-hmm. And remember the last time Ava went to Sunny to do something unsavory. Nina felt kind of weird about it because it's a whole different relationship. It's a whole different world, right? Because Nina's living in a fantasy of a different Sunny and she didn't mm-hmm. really, she wasn't thrilled with that whole thing. So could you imagine, you know, not only are is Ava's experiences becoming much more like Carly's, but just Nina reacting to like Ava going to Sunny for help and Sunny like doing it. It's wild. Like, okay, so then it unfolds into what she's actually there for, which is protecting Trina. Yeah. Okay, were you expecting that? Did you think Sunny handled it well by putting Dex on the job? Okay, so when she finally got out what she actually wanted, because part of me was like, I thought you were just going to go help him cover it up. Like, I thought yeah. more, more bluntly, you didn't trust Nicholas to truly cover things up and to live your life like more peacefully, you just need to know if the girls that are alive. So frankly, I felt like maybe you should have let him take care of that part. Okay. So she went for something a little bit more immediate and for Trina only. Um, so the moment he picked up the phone to Dex, it was obvious to me, right? Because now you're really creating more of a link between Dex and Joss. Yes. Okay. So that wasn't surprising. It was like, okay, this is how you're, um, linking that together. I just, like, there was so much there, and I'm jumping ahead a little bit to that. Just how Joss was dressed and her conversation that she had with her mom. It was really, oh, my God, it was magical. I mean, they're always magical together. So these two wonderful, great women, great actresses, having their milkshake together and talking about just kind of the issues that they're having and how they can handle it. And then just watching and hearing what Joss had to say about Kim and his role in her life and she specifically used the word clueless and we just talked last week about how you know their relationship and what she's experienced is far greater than where he is at in his life she has seen much more which is on the same level as Dex so catching him again like it's just that whole intrigue and mystery and putting her in a place where she's looked at as a little bit older but that's exactly it for me. Okay, so because of the trial, all the, because they were previously the teen characters, then they're like mm-hmm. these 18-year-old adults, but the court scene, all of them were dressed up more, right? Like yes. the whole, since the court started, the way Joss was dressing, it was very Carly-esque. And I couldn't help it because now I'm actually seeing like, it's almost like when I'm watching all the like younger characters, like over the past few weeks in the courtroom scenes, to me, it just feels like a glimpse into the future. And I said yes. it last week, there's something stunning about, like, there's something that takes me aback a little bit every time I see um, a Joss Spencer scene. There is the history and the legacy part, but it's just, I could see so much story. They have such an interesting bond that I really like on camera, right? Like, I love Cam and Spencer. I love Trina and Spencer. But there's something really solid about Spencer and Joss, like they get each other. And when I saw those scenes, they just looked like a married couple, right? They just, it just looked like GH had just fast forwarded when I see like them together as if like they could be married at some point in time. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, she addressed the fact that they've known each other forever 
and all of who he is and all the things they've been through. And just kind of that discussion with Carly and Sunny and her experience with him. Like, there were so many little nuggets. And maybe it's because I'm looking for them, but I definitely feel that that's what's going to happen. So the majority did agree, because I did ask the question if anybody sees them getting married at least once. And the majority did agree with that. And then I had an interesting take here that I want to share. Okay. So I was talking with Knitting the Blues on Instagram. So that she talks about them perhaps being married more than once. One time, so she wouldn't have to testify against him. And another time, <laughs> to piss someone else off. Oh, that feels so good oh, that I can oh. visualize it. And, and, an- and another option, this was good, okay? That um, So he could claim to be her baby's father, so she could lie to the real father. <laughs> this is amazing. That's like so- years of great entertainment. And so I wrote, like, coming full circle, right, in terms Mm -hmm. of, like, you know, Carly and all that stuff. Okay, so this is what I have to say about Dag's cat, like, all of it together, okay? Okay. So, yes, okay, we're seeing the kids as adults. She has that incredible conversation with Carly. She happens to stomp out and and catch Dex in a really awkward situation. And I just felt, as you point out, Joss has more experience, which is kind of why I was, like, Dude, why did you open your mouth at all? You know what I mean? Because you said mm-hmm. out loud, you, I know you, you, you're <laughs> the juror. <laughs> Just like, no, you, you yourself, you don't want to be in this. You know what I mean? Yes. So this is what kind of, kind of came to me. I had a flashback to the scene with Joss, Carly, and Bobby. Okay. So part of me was like, huh, that scene makes sense. Enter Dex. Because that whole conversation was about how wild they were and how clueless they were. And the idea that Joss is a different young woman. Okay. Because she is, you know what I mean? She was, she, she didn't have the instability that her grandmother and mother had. So part of me was like, this is interesting. What kind of mistakes will this Spencer woman make? Because that was the point, right? They're at the table with the mother (laughs) making a comment, Carly making a comment. And Joss is nowhere near who any of those two were at that, like, young adult age. But the point is, you still have life to live and drama to be had and mistakes to be made. And I don't think hers will be, like, necessarily as drastic or as, like, dramatic as they once were in the past. But she's going to have it. And that's where Dex comes in. Yes. I can't wait. (laughs) And And I do find, like, the outfits and Dex ages her. Oh, 100%. It is. Okay, but part of me saw, like, that whole, like, getting older and the whole deck situation. But we talked to, I think it was last week or the week before, seeing Spencer, you know, go into the Cassadine Industries. Seeing Joss dressed that way, I actually saw her, like, okay, so where is she going to fall into? Is she going to be in Aurora? Is she going to, where is she going to be positioned corporate-wise? Well, who knows? She might get the hotel back. Right? So I find it all very interesting right now. So definitely probably one of the main companies that we see, like, cause you never know, right? Would she be pulled into the quarter main sign of it? What are we talking? What are we even talking about? Are we serious right now? I don't know. Her father owns so many companies. (laughs) It would be, it would be his stuff. Absolutely. You are. It would, yeah, it would totally, totally be his stuff. Okay. So going back to maybe Cam and Joss's conversation, what did you think about that and how that went? Cam laid out everything he needed to. I knew we knew Josh was going to get upset, but I still felt that Cam kind of held back a little bit. 
he made no mention of the DNA because if she was concerned right. about his ability to keep this from her and lie to her. And I loved her rationale though, because you said it like um, about like how she felt he was clueless because to her, she said to her mother, <laughs> of course that plan was bound to fail. There was a million things that could go wrong. And part of me does agree that, you know, if everybody was on the same page, they would have been stronger together. I totally agree. So in that situation, I just felt like Cam, it was just another point down for him and another point up for Dex. Pretty much. You know, it's just another like wedge between them. Like they are going in different directions. Cam is leading a drastically different life than her. Like she's able to be at the court, able to kind of be wherever she's needed. He has to work. <laughs> like he right? Has, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got stuff going on. He's been keeping Spencer's secret, but had no idea that Spencer partially had outed himself. And so I don't know how you felt about this, right? So he does what he does on the stand. Mm -hmm. Of course, there's a risk to his freedom. But now, but now Nicholas wants to talk to him. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so, so now Nicholas is like confused that Spencer would risk prison for Trina, which makes me laugh yes. hard because when Nicholas promised, I won't let anything happen to you, it was like, Spencer did this for Trina, so I think I can do this for my wife. I think I can, I think I can also do that. So it was so funny because like it was really hitting Nicholas. So, so like, so Ava saw right through Esme, and so did Spencer. So I'm really alone in this. Oh my god. Okay, so that's exactly how I felt in terms of like he's piecing things together. My favorite yeah. part of the whole scene was that he still had his dumb face on, and then Spencer's yeah. just looking at him and says. I understand your confusion. It just like, it just showed how much Spencer has grown and he yeah. is now parenting Nicholas on all of these things that have happened. And he's still like flashbacking and all the things that happened. And he's like, oh my God, I slept with a psychopath. It's being reconfirmed right now that my son yeah. was all along. And I was the only idiot who had no clue. Yep. I I'm loved that so much. Right? And so um, when he was saying it would have changed so much if I had known. <laughs> And I was, me. <laughs> I was like, but Ava told you. She was yep, saying exactly. all along that this was mm -hmm. the case. I mean, just because Spencer continued to be with her didn't mean that she was angelic, right? It, like, it's, it, this is not how it works. Mm -hmm. But what kind of got me a lot was the fact that, like, Spencer risked prison. Yes. He wants to go back in to sh show his support to Trina, right? Because all he did was mm -hmm. testify. He didn't get to, like give the nitty gritty. Trina is still walking around confused about the whole thing, right? And even Joss was shocked to learn that Spencer knew Trina was innocent from the get-go and everything he did was calculated in an attempt to like catch Esme. So it really bothered me that when Spencer has a lot going on right now, Nicholas was much more concerned about sharing his news and talking so <laughs> yeah, it's like so, he, so he's like this this is the time I want to drop this bomb <laughs> right and it just sucks because in this moment you know Nicholas is is still not putting Spencer first right exactly. putting putting like Spencer just put Trina first and he wants to make this about Trina and even told his dad multiple times he got to escape because of a phone call. But just like, clearly this is significant. Clearly this is going to be a conversation. Mm -hmm. Let's just make Trina on the court case, the priority, and then we'll deal with whatever this is. But Nicholas was ready to kind of be like, no, no, we got to <laughs> do this on my time because the faster I do it, I'm hoping the less damage there will be. 
but Goodness. that doesn't matter. Like, you know what I mean? The damage will be no matter what. Exactly. Exactly. So timing I, it appropriately would be helpful at this point in time. I, I frankly don't even know how Spencer's going to react. Is he going to care? Is he not going to care? Like I have zero idea. I'm hoping that Spencer bumps into Ava at the Metro court and ultimately they kind of, you know, spill all the dirt. What happened? Like literally like Ava says exactly what happened. Spencer breaks down everything he's been thinking and they band together and kick Nicholas off the Island. I'm sure they're going to come together. I just have no idea exactly how that's going to happen. You know what I mean? Like how angry or will they stay together? Will they not stay together? Like who Mm -hmm. knows? Right. Because Nicholas, I'm not saying he has an edge, but he is sort of like covering for her. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. so like already Ava was showing that compassion once she learned what Spencer did. I can understand her not wanting to rush to the police station and be around police (laughs) at this point in time. But like, I guess like you, I'm so excited for that moment we've all been waiting for of like Ava and Spencer having that real conversation. Cause like, that's inevitable. They have an understanding between one another. And I think that like Ava will get what she's been hoping for all along, which is him taking responsibility and growing. And it's there, it's happened. He just couldn't say anything about it exactly oh it's gonna be so glorious so as you mentioned ava did go to the metro court and (laughs) as we saw (laughs) nina's running around Mm -hmm. um in a costume still yeah playing hostess i'm so confused because she's like this is how you run a magazine i I had to run down and just edit an article real quick (laughs) And then I pop back up here and I'm just thinking to myself, like, cause I guess for me, like, you know, I see Nina there, Sasha comes in and she reminds her that like, Hey, I own it now. It was such a good choice of mine. <laughs> and, and like, we've yet to see like a, like a Olivia Nina scene since then. Yes. Mm-hmm. So to my understanding, all Nina has been doing is running around trying to observe <laughs> oh my god so you just saying it the way that you said it in the tone that you did i'm picturing ava saying so are you gonna deliver my room service like it takes a whole different meaning with you saying what you're saying <laughs> well it's like when she did that stupid voice showing sasha like she's like it's like she's playing house here yeah, yeah. let me show you to your table because i bought a hotel <laughs> I, I, and and the more I do laps around here and talk to people, I'm going to run it successfully. Because remember, she bought it because it was a successful hotel. But the point is, it was successful for a reason. Exactly. And, oh like, gosh. apparently that's all you do. Like, if I think if I spend enough time in the lobby of a hotel, <laughs> I think I can put it all together. And, I mean, like, it's just funny because lately they have been giving out more um details of the business right like i remember years ago the whole spa renovations to the hotel but the fact that they made a point of saying like um what like olivia's role was and how much things that carly has done to make the business grow you know like she's done more than just showing people to their tables and like you know what i mean costumes which she never did it was just so bizarre because i don't know what nina expects at this point that if she walks around She's suddenly going to be able to run the hotel super well and run down to edit an article here and there. Which, you know, I love that it leaves that opening. Like, it's very um, goofy and hilarious in the way that they're doing it. But I kind of love it because it sets up that opening 
for Carly to be in that position and still in the hotel, but just doing it a different way. But you know what's really funny? It's just, it's going to be interesting to watch the parallel, right? Because it means two people swapping and it's basically a competition and it will be to Nina of who can like do the other job better. Right. Right. Because it was interesting, like listening the whole business side, you know, like when Carly was talking about what she's put into the hotel. So already when I heard that, when she was listing off like her role and the things she does to Drew, like immediately I was like, okay, she's going to work at Aurora. But it's like, I feel like Carly would slip in maybe a little bit easier. Oh, 100%. Maybe. Maybe the reason I think that is because Carly might take it more seriously. Like she's not going to play editor. <laughs> She'll, she'll be like, how do I do this job? Where Nina's running around saying like, who wants to talk to me? Does anyone want to? And when are the meetings? Do we have to be here all the time? Like, so I don't know. It's just, it's just such a vibe watching Nina. It's kind of entertaining. But how do you feel about how she manages Sasha? Like, I feel like it's clear that Nina sees that things are off. I feel like it's clear that she feels a certain way about Sienna. But she really just lets Sasha live her life. Like, she doesn't... I find, like, I don't know about you, but, like, I feel like Carly is more, like, not not happening. Not well, okay. Carly's, Carly's more hands-on. It's very representative yeah. of who they are. Like, Nina just wants to be liked and be involved in a circle, but she thinks this is doing it in a loving way, where it's damaging. Like, she, there was the scene with Nina and Ava where Brando's just absolutely frantic, looking for Sasha and Nina's deer in the headlights. Oh, she might be here. She might be here. Oh, check the pool. Like, do you have security footage? Uh, can you talk to anybody that works there that can see when they saw her last? Like there was a whole method that Nina or approach that Nina could have taken to truly help Brando, not just sit there legs crossed saying, maybe she's at the pool. Did you try there? But that's exactly what was weird because I felt like she could see, cause she said it, you know, Sasha's really not in a great way. Yes. But, but none of it was so alarming for her. Like you said, she wasn't as worked up as Brando was. And I felt like she saw that she was in distress, right? And I just figured, you know, she could have lingered around, right? She could have made sure to keep an eye on her. And she didn't. She didn't at all. And she you, she seemed really alarmed by Sienna to start with. Like, she seemed weirded out by her. But it was like, bye. Exactly. But the funny part to me is she keeps toting this if I was there for now, if I was there to guide her. And Sasha, she treated her like a daughter. So it was really interesting for me to see her just like literally step aside. Like, oh, you're going through a mess of stuff right now. I don't like the person you're hanging around with, but you know what? You got this. So it was very like, huh. Okay. Interesting. That is so interesting. That is a really, really good point that if I was involved, I would have been able to change things. But again, it goes back to stuff I've been saying. Nina needs to work on her. <laughs> she really needs to focus. <laughs> yeah. She has nothing to give until she works on herself. So like, look, I, I don't even have the words for how messed up Sasha's situation was. Oh. And I was so concerned about those two individuals and their plot and what they yes. were doing. Like, I don't know. What was it like for you? It was so hard to watch that because people actually go through this stuff. Yeah. That people are plotting against them to see them fail and to gain from it. And it was really frustrating because Sasha is battling and she's trying so hard and she's on this brink. And when I hear that reporter talk, like my skin absolutely crawls and he absolutely deserved everything she did. Yeah. Amazing actress. Like, holy crap, Sasha and Brando have thrown out an early star. They were on 
believable. This journey they're taking together, it's not just about drugs. It's just, it's about everything going on around her and how everybody is on her. And it was just dark and beautiful all at the same time. Like, I was just so disgusted at how he was able to speak with her, right? Like, he doesn't see yes. her as a person. He sees her as a dollar sign. And the fact that he was he was trying to get her back on drugs. Yes. Oh. And that girl ran off, but we need Sienna at this point. But oh, I was just yes. like, it kind of sucks, because I'm guessing a dash cam has no, it doesn't capture sound. Sound, yeah. <laughs> because he was more than willing to offer up the dash cam when it was like that whole conversation would have made him seem so guilty. Like, it's just really disgusting, and she's in a really bad way. Um and look, I, I really, I didn't know where any of this was going. Like, we know that she had to reach rock bottom, but there's been, like, yes. incidents. Like, we thought we thought her her public breakdown would have been it, and it just, it, it wasn't. And so the fact that things kept going and it went this way and the court is involved and now they're throwing in, like, a conservatorship, this is, like, okay... All of it is brutal to watch. Brando, I like I, I find that he's been amazing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like he's really like devastated, but now it's touchy, right? The conservatorship yes. comes on the heels of her feeling controlled. And yes. this is what I kept thinking is that if anything, if it goes down that route, guess who's gonna be in charge of the conservatorship? Because Brando's planting the seeds that it can't be him. And yep. I'm thinking Gladys. <laughs> So think about Mm -hmm. it, because remember what they said, also safeguarding Sasha's finances. So this is Gladys. Gladys will be at the helm of all of Sasha's money. Like, what what does this, what? You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) because it's Gladys, she'll make it into whatever she wants to be. Look, I don't think she would ever take advantage of Sasha, but it puts her in a really peculiar situation. Like, to watch, I like watching Gladys deal with Sasha, honestly. Like, Mm -hmm. like it, it like it's kind of like the Carly Joss thing. It's, it's so magical and I find it similar. And I really, really enjoy Gladys the most when she's caring for Sasha. But something like that is bound to happen. Like you throw out the conservatorship. So I think of all legal options, it'll go there. But something terrible needs to happen to Schmaltz. Like something terrible. Oh, yes. Okay, because Brando calls Sunny and immediately he's like, I'm going to call Diane. So it's interesting that that did not end up happening actually because in my head I was like okay but like just because Sonny shouldn't come to the police station and you don't want him there doesn't mean Sonny shouldn't send Diane I'm like still send Diane and he did it and now it's like the whole like Martin Lucy kind of world pulled into Sasha's like legal battle I know and and I'm just curious how that's gonna all play out um and I love the way you know like Dante's there Jordan's there and Brando is Leading with them. And I just think it's another thing that they're adding in their little arc of PCPD and the broken system. Like we have that speech with Molly and TJ. So I loved how much it's like, can't you see that she can't respond? Can't you see that it's a mental health issue? And I love it when they just kind of plop in these things that are very significant and pointed and how they're going to deal with it. Honestly, it's so hard to watch, but I'm also very, very glad to be watching it. And I am very much looking forward to how this all goes down. Um, A couple things about Brando and Sunny earlier was that like, once again, you know, Sunny encouraged like Brando, like you have good instincts. So that bring brought yeah. up. And that's the part that I find funny because he's looking for a Jason replacement. And the huge thing about, 
you know, describing Jason was instincts. And he uses that word constantly with Brando. Like we know Brando's the one who slides in perfectly, but Sonny keeps making it Dex. But what was really significant and of note when, when Brando initially went to Sonny for support, he wanted Sasha tailed and Sonny suggested that he should give Sasha what she wants when she asked for space. <laughs> okay, so I giggled at that part also at his reaction for Brando wanting Sasha to be followed. So that whole scene was so comical. I like need I feel like I need to find all the scenes of like every time Carly asks for space. And then Sunny just turning around and being like, yeah, you should just give Sasha space. Give her what she wants. And I'm like, and I don't know. I don't know if that's like a hint to us. Like in the sense, like a sunniness is back or wait, maybe like, you know what I mean? Like a clue that Mm -hmm. we might be getting Sunny um, seeing things the old way or maybe just the other side opposite to Nina. Ooh, okay. I like that perspective. Possibly, (laughs) possibly, like possibly if you think about that statement, because it's a loaded statement and you pair that with how Carly spoke about him. Like, I'm not saying they're all like, oh, I love you. Let's get back together. But it's just, you know, there was maybe a clue there that it's like, you know, it's not impossible. Like, I, I get it. You know, like I can get it. I can understand that someone needs space. Right. Like there's a part mm-hmm. of him that understands Carly's perspective. And then Carly, you know, she doesn't want to have anything to do with it. He hurt her and she accepts what's happened. But she's able to talk about Sunny in a really nice way. Right. When she was talking with Joss earlier. Yes. Yeah, so that like respect and that like understanding of each other and Carly letting go. Like I loved all of that. Okay, so, so like speaking of all the Trina stuff, the other side to this is Curtis, right? Yes. So, so Curtis is full on stealing records at a hospital, <laughs> which I imagine has cameras. Um, he does that no prob. They finally make that that alcohol and drug connection. I was like, come on. Finally. Guys. Oh, my Bang God. It it out. So Let's go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. It took all that time plus the entire week. It was very frustrating. <laughs> so the thing that I was kind, I'm kind of not okay with this, but Curtis actually demanded that TJ wake the guy from the coma. I know. And then use the argument, a girl's life is at stake. Like, yes, we all know that's the case, but I just couldn't believe that Curtis felt like what he was saying was like, you know, made sense and it was a good enough argument and TJ should risk his license. And I felt like the follow-up episode, I it's like a part of me was like, did I miss a scene? Because I felt right? like TJ was like warning him, no, like it's unethical, it's all these things. And then the following episode, him and Curtis are planning to do it. I'm like, what is happening that TJ would go along with it and follow those like that that whole like guilt trip that he's laying on. And then I was kind of upset because like, I feel for Portia and how helpless she feels. Um, And then I was thankful to her when she was telling them their idea was insane. And she honestly couldn't believe that like TJ was entertaining this. And I was really like, how dare Curtis tell Portia she doesn't understand. I'm like, I'm like, that's the girl's mother. She does. And she's able to say it's reckless. You know, what does she want? Like, she doesn't want more people she loves behind bars. And the fact that, like, he would encourage TJ to do it, I think, is really gross. Because it's like his whole future could have been trash. And it's like, he didn't take the fast track, right? He's been at this doctoring (laughs) 
for some time now, but I didn't see the thing coming after. So I wasn't expecting that either. Like, honestly, I was like, oh my God, this is wild. But what made me giggle because of everything you said of like Curtis saying like how you don't understand and just his reactions to Portia. I feel like Portia's comeback was she's mine, only mine. I can save her only me i'm like you're talking to her father <laughs> i know i know okay yes i could definitely see a little bit of that but i guess part of also the whole not seeing it going that direction that portia would risk it you know because like it's my daughter i'll risk my life and freedom for her mm-hmm. was also the fact that i was like curtis got it right because it was so weird for me that curtis picked up on that because i was like i didn't see any of it like, he, like they had to lay it out verbally for me to get that because I honestly didn't see that's where she was going when she's like you shouldn't do that yes so like Portia's gonna do a bad thing like that kind of surprises me too I know it's all very shocking and I really hope in the end that none of this has to happen and that he does wake up on his own or oh that my- Curtis steals the drugs and does it without anybody okay so I can't believe I almost forgot this like we're talking all about like the like this medical stuff Willow I could not believe how determined she was <sighs> to do this on her own so I wrote liar liar pants on fire for okay yes <laughs> all right okay <laughs> even Michael said you know like Nell was always lying to me and I'm so glad to go through this process with you and she's like uh-huh yeah totally and she kept lying. Honest. kept lying one thing after another and like her reasoning was just so bonkers to me because I mean one she lives in Port Charles and everybody's got like all this huge drama but Michael's the person you're having a baby with shouldn't he be the one that's there for you like it was all just a little wonky for me but just like it's not a wedge anymore it's like a wide open door no it's like really bad like it's really bad like the (laughs) fact that like TJ was put in a position where he had to lie when like Michael's trying to locate Willow and he's like she's still in the hospital look harder okay and I was just like wow more Michael TJ scenes which I think is really interesting Mm -hmm. given the whole like I lost Morgan I'm on the like outs with like Dante kind of sort of not really so anyways I just thought it was kind of cool to have that like Michael TJ friendship because I feel like Brando's too intense to have like um Right now, light, know. light, light moments or or whatnot. Um. So, anyways, liking Michael TJ scenes, but what I thought, like the dynamic, I thought was really interesting, yeah. is the one being built <gasps> between Brit and Willow. Yes. Oh my God, that came to me by surprise. Like when I saw that scene, when she was like, "Wow, like you're amazing," and I can't believe, uh, you did this, and just them talking about, with like Brit just kind of expressing the significance of all of this and her strength. And it was just such a beautiful scene. I don't know if it was the lighting too or what it was, but it was very magical. So that's the thing, right? Because earlier there's two things about all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Brit asked her if you still want me to be your OB. Yes. Okay. And I was like, and right away Willow was like, of course I do. Right. So the fact that like Willow, like Willow is taking her as like a, you're no, you're my doctor. <gasps> like, what are you oh, talking about? Mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't see her as some kind of a villain. Like if like, forget the Nina aspect, which is obviously there just in the past, right? Brit's used to being like this pariah, but given the situation, so there you have Britain. It's just an interesting situation because, you know, 
Britt takes her job seriously and her patients are her priority. So how she's supporting Willow and now she's here hearing this perspective. Like it's, it's just interesting because she's like, I think Michael will support you. And she has a very different relationship with these people. And it's a, such a stark contrast to the one that Nina has. So it puts Britt in this uh-huh, interesting, be- interesting mm-hmm, situation. Mm-hmm. Like Britt is now, because when I did see that scene together too, it's, you know, Willow coming into Nina's world a little bit more and Britt being that bridge. Britt being her cousin <laughs> too, yeah. Yeah, that as well. So many yeah. things. But that's the thing. <laughs> I don't I don't know if Britt is the is a bridge. I, I right. You know like, what I mean? Just, I, I that's not mm. even how like I mean it's it's very it's quite possible. But mm-hmm. how I was looking at that is that Britt's relationship with Willow is more maybe like a crack for Nina because mm-hmm. Brit will know this side to things right will know the vulnerable side and it might be right. hard to hear Nina vilify Willow that's what makes it harder because she knows all of this stuff okay I like what you're seeing better and I like that now Brit's circle is expanding once again so I but that's the thing too like I see her because remember she's dating somebody who lives at the Quartermain house <laughs> yes so you know what I mean? She's be she really truly is being pulled into a different circle. Remember that like that elevator pick with the quartermains with like Olivia, Cody, uh, Rocco, yes, yes. Dante, Spinelli. That's a large circle. Sure is. A lovely one. Okay. So okay, so there was that. And um the thing is, I was just concerned about like Willow's medical information being scattered all over the stairs. The floors? <laughs> yeah, and I like that they like <laughs> they clarified that for me uh-huh. personally that Epiphany had it taken care of because when Finn and her got up, I'm like, all I kept thinking was, really, two medical professionals just got up and did not pick up any of those <laughs> files or papers. Um, okay, so what are you thinking about Elizabeth's situation? Okay, it is way more intense. I mean, we already knew that she shouldn't have checked herself out. And she, again, yeah. you know, kissed Finn to shut him up just so she can go down the stairs. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Is that part not obvious? That she's constantly being like kissy, kissy. I read she kisses away a lot. But I don't know how she, she does. feels. It was a roller coaster ride. And then that whole, like, flash to Peter. But then there was that daddy, daddy yeah. little voice. And I was yeah. like, oh, damn. And it made me think of that episode with Alexis where we kind of went back and saw, you know, some dark sides to her youth and what that was like. And I'm wondering if we're going to get that in-depth look into Elizabeth's life from I, a different I, perspective. I'm starting to think that because it's her 25th anniversary yeah. on GH yes. and part of me when when she had that hallucination I was like okay good like you're not gonna lose this story like it can't be so simple like oh mm-hmm. it, it's your it's your medication you have trauma please just go away for two weeks and come back <laughs> you know like so I'm glad like I, I just think like they're being careful it is a little bit at a time but I'm glad that they're pursuing it I think it needs to be done well and done right because like they showed Peter as a trauma but yes. let's be real, the girl's been on the show for 25 years, and there's definitely 25 years worth of trauma, an unseen trauma, right? The yes. whole daddy part. So, like, I really hope that they are careful, and we actually get to see all the bits and pieces come together and take this character home, like, full circle. I'm here for it. I cannot wait. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so michael and, and sam had this bizarre 
so funny their scene. And he kind of makes reference to like her instincts. Or she made right reference to her She made reference. She's like, I'm gonna be honest, I know what's wrong. It's Aurora. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And then the whole thing about like it came out that like Dante doesn't tell her stuff. Cause when he yep. announced the pregnancy and she was shocked, in my head, I was like, so Dante didn't tell her? <laughs> but we're still not getting around like she's had this conversation with Michael and with Spinelli but we haven't gotten around to like what her deal is like why she doesn't want to move well you know she mentioned Dante doesn't tell me things his yes. is in a coma or like yeah she, she know, mentioned, she mentioned Lulu. It, right? she, she, yeah she remembers I mean that's that's, a, that's an interesting place to be because she's been there before right except she was yeah. dead right when she was with Drake they broke up <laughs> because Robin came back from the dead <laughs> You know, and she knows what that's like when your own husband comes back from the dead. Yes, she's experienced this a lot. Oh, wait a second. No, no, no. She wasn't with Drake when Robin came back from the dead, but her spouse came back from the dead. So she knows people can't come back. So people can come back from, (laughs) from like from being deceased. I feel like it's true. She must be like, you could probably come back to life from a coma. Oh, I can see how that's stressful. <laughs> I can totally right? see how that's stressful. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I really think she should be careful. Right, because there's a warm body there any day, anytime, any day. Any day. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. I think I'm getting Sam a little bit more now because I'm like, what's your deal? Everything's fine. She's in a coma. She's away. She's like a state. Like, she's away. <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. But I also thought why it was funny to have Michael and Sam getting together and talking was because I thought it was funny because they both have kids that are sibling cousins. Right. She's right. like, hey, Michael, I've slept with both your uncles. You know, and your and your dad, dad. yeah, <laughs> and your stepdad, <laughs> and your brother. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. This is about the the cousins, the sibling cousins. Forget it. Forget uh, yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Um. So Spinelli is, is still <laughs> is still keeping his secret from Sam. He only took. See, see. I think I'm right, eh? Like about about like the Cody Maxi Spinelli thing. Yes. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. like like how debating Cody and Brit is is meaningful to like Maxi and Spinelli. Yeah, and Sam has no idea what's going on. <laughs> no, no. And I love how like Sam is pre- no Maxi was pretending. I'm like, are you pretending? Or are you being legit right now? Because because I'm like, you're a really great actress. Because I believe this. Because Sam's like, Spinelli's been acting weird. She's like, yeah, he has been acting strange. I'm like, but you know, right? Like, you know, he told you everything. And then I couldn't believe Sam is literally outing Spinelli to Cody. He's like, yeah, like he was giving you the stink eye. Like he doesn't <sighs> like you. Do you know why? And I'm like, okay, but what if like he was secretly giving him side eye? And this is where it felt like siblings again, like her embarrassing. Oh yeah, finale yeah, yeah. Being like, but I'm, but I feel like I'm standing up for you, but I'm doing this all backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so bad when he's trying to lie. It's getting bad now, right? Like Maxie, he had to confess with Maxie. But even yeah. Sam's like, I will believe nothing you say because he's like, I have work. She's like, exactly what work? <laughs> what do you do? Oh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> But then he runs to tell Brit, don't do it. Maxie yes. would be like, what are you doing? Okay, but like, I don't like him. 
I don't like Cody. Yeah. No, me neither. Well, because I think he's going to do stupid stuff to her, right? Like, <laughs> let me rephrase let me that. <laughs> Please, I, I, I think um, <laughs> what, what we're going to see is that he's going to like make her feel special and they're going to bond and then he's going to mess it up and then fix it, but he's going to break her heart. And so this is the whole debate, right? Spinelli is convinced that love has to happen by like my, my like coding. And Maxie's all like, no, it happens by like energy vibes. So... I like I what I find really interesting is that when Maxie approaches Brit and she, you know, there's a the whole talk about like you miss brunch and I saw you talking to Cody. Brit specifically mentions wedding dates. So I don't specifically think she's gonna marry Cody, but I do think we're gonna have a Brit wedding in the future. What? Yeah. To who? I don't know yet, but I'm very okay. excited. <laughs> okay. Okay, save me a seat. I want to be there. Um, okay, I have to say, this is what I find funny. Because I find, like, Dante a little, like, I don't know if the word is edgy or just more angry. A little bit of both. Okay, because, like, you know, in the past, how he's talked to Brooklyn, like, he's just very whatever. Like, it's his, and it makes sense. A lot of life has happened to him. But I loved how, like, the anger he threw toward Link. And, yes. and I don't know if you caught him in the background at the pool with his glasses on, staring at Link. No, I didn't. <laughs> so if you go back and watch where they like pan out, like Dante is like staring at them with his sunglasses having his drink while Link talks to Chase. Because like, you know, Chase is somebody that makes people feel he needs to be protected. Well, we got a shirtless Chase. He was in an inner tube, and even Link brought that up, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> but this is what I mean. It's that child aspect of Chase. He's like, I can't talk to you when you're on a floaty. It's like, okay. Like, he's just such a, like, he's such a puppy. Um, but, like, I don't know. Do you, do you think Brooklyn is going to tell Dante what she's up to? And part of me is also, like, why can't you just do your plan? Why can't you actually like part? Of, I am so confused. Like part I know. Of me, me part of me is like, <laughs> I, I I'm all I'm like, okay, but like you're convincing Chase to pick you, and I'm like, is Link winning? I'm like, but why don't you just do your thing where you write songs <laughs> together? I'm like, and she's all like, no, we'll do it together, and I'm like, but you could, you you just have to do it. Do it. You do it and you move on because if you're suggesting that you and him write songs so he can get credit sounds to me like you're writing newer songs so let go of the other ones right and then like the whole like actually sounding competent it was a very confusing scene overall and then dante calling out brooklyn was hilarious but like lots of confusion on my end yeah very confused i just think that they should like solve the confusion by making out i think it'll oh, make it too. clearer for me it's okay so better. look so look did you catch us on general hospital this week i was gonna say shout out to us woo, woo. like we've literally got like a shout out <laughs> okay okay back <laughs> okay so look so look let me okay let's break it so down was, break it down so when i was watching that scene i'm like what's happening because it's like first of all they had mac in the pool and immediately i had pervy thoughts okay immediately <laughs> And then, and then the scene starts, and I'm like, whoa, it sounds like 
crap we would say you know like it's just and I was like are they actually doing this where they're having these two girls like just talk about Mac and there you have Felicia listening in and I'm like oh that's funny you know that they're doing that and I'm like definitely oh this is what I wrote lol those two pervy girls could have been us that's what I wrote and so then when I was like messaging someone in the comments yeah it was like was that us (laughs) I'm like I'm like is that a nod to us because they specifically put two girls yeah. being pervy about Mac. And we've been pervy about Mac. I know. I, if I was going to Photoshop, I would have just popped our faces onto there for a pose. Like, it was starting to freak out. Okay, so our followers and the people who listen to our podcast, do you think they're giving us a nod, a shout out? Like, they're actually listening to us. I'm, we joke about it all the time. Like... I'm really getting. But that one was now. weird. That one, that one was weird. Maybe next time we could be perfect live, live in person. Look, who knows? Just in the background. At the nurses' ball. That was our main goal, right? It was just to be at the nurses' ball. That was that was, that was part of their whole reason of this podcast is that somehow if we had a podcast, we would somehow be at the nurses' ball, sitting on a table, <laughs> as like fake press. Ooh, do you think Alexis would give us a press pass? <gasps> oh, I'm getting goosebumps now. <laughs> okay, okay. So the whole Mac Felicia thing, they make mm-hmm, a note mm-hmm. again of the whole Felicia Sam connection that Felicia advised Sam on a case and it's the Esme case. Nice to know she's still on it. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> go faster. Like, go faster. Anyways, so like, this is kind of messed up now because now Felicia is attached to that case and Mac was yes. encouraging her to like, take on cases with Sam mm-hmm. um, like to work together and so like it's just like so Felicia's gonna find her daughter so this is the thing and because they, she mentioned so many times there's no connection I can help there's no personal attachment I can be there I'm like oh, I know there's all the personal attachment she's my daughter it's like so I mean it's there but it's happening it is happening it's oh happening. it's gonna be so weird yeah it's gonna be very weird <laughs> okay we talked about the stuff. We covered the things. Do you have any stars to give out or any favorite lines? Okay. I want to give a star to Spencer. Yes. I'm also going to give a star to the parapet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Obviously, star to the Esme, um, Esme Ava scenes. Yes. Um, what about you? What stars do you got? My brain well, stopped working. <laughs> I threw out one earlier on with uh, Brando and Sasha. Yes, of course. Scene, right? I love that scene with Joss and Carly. Um, just, <gasps> you know, yeah, go. Brit and Willow, I liked it. Yes, that was magic. I totally agree. And I think those are my major stars uh, for the week. And I did have a line. I loved, okay, like Rory and Trina, they're so cute. The little back and forth, not really knowing if they like each other and really kind of confirming that there is like, and we got another kiss, which was really sweet. Um, but before that kiss, they were talking about the DA and uh, Rory just says to Trina very casually, I love how he throws out his one-liners. He's like, well, you can throw a bucket of water on her. Basically, see if she melts, see if she's a witch. 
I love that. You know what I loved even more was Diane. Diane made a point oh. of highlighting assistant DA over here. She's, <laughs> she's nothing. And I thought it'd be funny because this is hilarious. So I'm watching the show and I'm like, they really should have real jurors because some of these stories are so insane that you kind of want to see a normie reaction. And we're assuming jurors would be normies. And then yes. the moment I thought that, they showed like one guy, <laughs> like the back of one guy's head at the end of the, the last day of the trial. I know that was a little disappointing. That would have been a great way to kind of include fans into the storyline. Um, yeah, it would be. Okay, so oh my god, when Nicholas and uh, Spencer were talking, and uh, Spencer's like, "The only feelings I have for Esme is anger and contempt. Like she can't leave town." And yeah. he's like, you know, uh, basically he's telling his dad, like, you have a better chance of getting through to her. You've gotten really close lately, and I'm saying, I know because he's going to eventually find out why that is the reason <laughs> i know but i love he's like she's you can't reach her right now um she, she won't be able to i don't know we did all the things covered all of the stuff all of that's it that's all of it that is a wrap folks for another week have a fantastic weekend bye, bye.